Bibles to Revelation chapter 21. I'm going to show you a wonderful retirement center for all of us to go to. We're going to end up there, all of us. And I want to show it to you so maybe in a new light. And, and I am so excited to even be a tour guide today. So as we, as we see the next place that we will be moving into, the final place, uh, it should be very exciting, very exciting. So uh, the realtor agent being Christ himself, chapter 21 of the book of Revelation. Now, if you go back one verse, just to remind you, and whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Let's go, go to verse 4, chapter 21. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there will be no more death, sorrow, crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things are passed away. Behold, he will make all things new, verse 5. Verse 6, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto you, that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. And that's important for you to understand. You're known to God by what you thirst after. Let that settle onto your heart. He will give of the fountain of life freely to those who are thirsty for the fountain of heavenly life. Thinking on that. And then last week, the last verse we, we talked about, but the fearful, verse 8, but the fearful, the unbelievers, the abominable, the murderers, the whoremongers, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. All that was review. Now, we move into verse 9. There came unto me one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials, full of the seven last plagues. And he had all, this was the angel that had the seventh plague there. And he talked with me, saying, Come here, I will show thee the bride, the Lamb's wife. Now, look around you. And into every church, the born-again believers, we're the bride, the Lamb's wife, adored, adorned. We will be wearing white uh, gowns, and I think shimmering white gowns, and we will be together, and there'll be no more hatred or strife, and there's no more bitterness, just love and care, caring for one another. We're the wife. We've already talked about uh, the wedding feast that we, that we had a couple chapters ago, a chapter ago. And now we see we are the Lamb's wife. Now the truth is this angel has just stepped out. He's the realtor agent. He's going to show you and I our home. 
our eternal home. I guess we need to realize that it could, our eternal home from right, I can't snap that finger, just like that, we could be gone. Everyone whose name is in the book of life, everyone who truly has asked Christ into their heart will be gone in an instant, in a moment, in the twinkling of the eye. If you're not saved, you'll still be sitting here. Everybody else will be gone. You with maybe two or three others, you'll look at each other. And by the way, downstairs in the church library, there is a video down there that tells you what to do next if you missed it, if you were left behind. So with that said, that starts the seven-year tribulation period. Seven years of us in heaven. Seven years of those that weren't saved on earth going through 28 terrible, terrible curses and wraths of God. But at the end of that, we, we have chapter 19 a couple months ago. In chapter 19, we saw Armageddon. In chapter 20, we saw one thousand years reign of Jesus Christ on the earth for one thousand years. We, we get into chapter 21, we see chapter 21 verse 1, a new heaven and a new earth. All old things are gone. Behold, everything is new. Now this angel is going to show us our new home. To me, I'm so excited. I can't wait. I just can't wait. It'll be wonderful. Which reminds me, I, I want to see you two after church. Okay? Uh, with that said, it's, it's a medical issue I have. So, and there came unto me one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials full of the seven last plagues. And talked with me saying, come here, I will show you. I will show thee the bride of the, the lamb's wife. And he carried me away, verse 10, in, in the spirit to a great and high mountain. And he showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of the heavens, coming to earth. Out of the heaven from God. And it had, it had the glory of God. And her light was like unto a stone most precious. Even like a jasper stone. Clear as crystal. Now I want to say this before I go any further. I'm not preaching on it right now. I've preached on it when it, come, when it came up. But much of what we are going to be talking about today has the colors of a prism, of a prism with an M, has the colors of a rainbow, and today's society has stolen that from the biblical believers, but Jesus can make the color of heaven any color he wants. And this is what he has made heaven to look like, the new heaven. It's going to be different than what it is right now. When we go up for a thousand, when we go up for seven years, 
It'll be different looking for this period of chapter 21, a new heaven and a new earth. Are you with me again? And, and it had a great wall, a great and high, and it had 12 gates. And the gates of 12 angels were written thereon, which are the names of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel. There's a wall. This wall is huge, wide, and massive. In each wall, east, north, west, south, there are three gates to this new heaven, this new Jerusalem. There's three gates on each side with an angel standing there guarding each side. And uh, I wanted you to see, we're going to see much, much more about about the description of these. I want to start again in verse 12. And it had a great wall and high, and it had and it had 12 gates, and the gates and at the gates 12 angels, and the names written thereon which the names of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel. Each gate has a name for the 12 tribes of Israel. On the east, three gates. On the north, three gates. On the west, three gates. South, three gates. And the wall of the city had 12 foundations. And in them, the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. Layers on these gates. Layers on these walls. And each layer is built upon the other. And they are the 12 apostles of the Lamb. Now, as soon as you know the answer, yell it out. You get this pen. Twelve apostles. Minus one, Judas. He went to hell. Who replaced him? Who said that? Wayne, you better pick that up. Somebody's going to fall and sue me. Thank you, Wayne. Not today, Satan. I like the t-shirt. I'll give it to her later. You have enough pens? Okay. So, Matthias was the 12th. He was voted in to replace Judas. So, 12, 12 apostles Layers and layers and layers going up to, uh, of the wall. I want you to know something. You're going to see this. It's going to be exactly like it is explained here. This isn't my interpretation. This is God's word. God telling John to write this down. And there's going to be, tw it's, it's going to be just like it is explained here. Verse 15. And he that talked with me had a golden reed to measure the city and the gates thereof and the wall thereof. Now, this would be a measuring stick. He had a measuring tape, if you will. I get the way where uh, some of you carry measuring tapes on your hips probably, but I use my belt a lot to measure things with and take it over to get the right board or whatever. But But... But this, this, 
angel has a measuring tape, and he's going to measure some things. Let's see if we can get this straight. And verse 16, the city lies four square. The city lies four square, and uh, each side is, is equal to the other side. So there's, everything is equal. And the city lies four square, and the length is as large as a breadth. And he measured the city with the, the reed, the measuring tape, 12,000 furlongs. The length and the breadth and the height of it were equal. The length, the breadth, and the height of it were equal. Do you get that? The breadth, the width, and the height. Heaven the new Jerusalem will be, will be uh, a square, a cube. But watch this. How are we ever going to get all these people into heaven? If everyone who was ever saved is going to be in heaven, what's it say? And the city lies four square, verse 16. And the length is as large as a breadth, and he measured the city. And he measured the wall, verse 17, 144 cubits, according to the measure of a man, that is, of the angel. Here's what it comes down to. The, the size of the, of the city of New Jerusalem will be 1,500 miles wide. 1,500 miles long, 1,500 miles high. That's incredible. Yes, everyone that has ever received Christ as Lord and Savior will be able to fit. That's, that's just a fact. And it comes out to 2,250,000 square feet. No, no, square miles. Square miles. 2,250,000 square miles. And one, Harold Wilmington, Harold Wilmington, as a matter of fact, said it's New York City all the way to Kansas City cubed. Straight up, too. Wow. We're going to see it. We're going to see this thing. And the, he measured the wall thereof, 144 cubits, verse 17, according to the measure of a man. The wall, 72 yards high. Take a football field that's three-fourths high, the wall. And the building of the wall of it was of jasper. And the city was pure gold, like unto clear glass. Now, having said that, we're going to go down through some of these next colors, some of these next stones that are going to be there. And Jesus can, can color his city and his walls and his buildings whatever color he wants. He chose these colors. Now, I think it's at Christmas time. Christmas Eve when we meet here. Bonnie will have on her fake pearls. She doesn't know they're fake. She'll, I, I think they're fake. 
But she, she'll have on her string of pearls that she wears on very special occasions. And when you see them, you can remember that the gates are going to be made of these. They could have been made of aluminum foil for all we care. But these are very, very precious things that God creates, especially special creations. Some of you, I know, have, have wonderful, expensive uh, jewelry and uh, pearls and rings and watches. and r You have all that stuff. They're valuable to God, too. He made a city out of it. So let's look at these things. Wow. Starting in verse 18. And the foundations and the building of the wall as it was of jasper. Jasper. Green. That's my favorite color, by the way. My grandchildren know that too. I know because I get everything green from them. But it's green like a green crystal. The second foundation is sapphire. Sapphire, the foundations of the wall in the city were garnished with all manner of stones. Verse 19, the first was jasper. The second is sapphire, sky blue. Sky blue spotted with gold, gold crystals in it. The third is chalcedony, if I'm even saying it right. A green stone like the green on a peacock's tail. I've been chased by a peacock. <laughs> we were at the Sea of Galilee, and they had lost all of our clothing, our luggage. So now we're walking downtown. Uh, I'm trying to remember the major, a major city on the Sea of Galilee, and. We have to go to a department store, and a peacock came out from behind a bush. I wanted to pet it. That thing did not like to be petted. Chalcedony, I said, green stone like that of a peacock. The fourth foundation, emerald, green again. I think God's likes green. Green, the greenest of all greens. The fourth, I'm sorry, the fifth foundation, sardonyx, a stone that has different shades of color. Basically white with layers of red, a brown breaking with white background. The sixth foundation is sardius, which is a blood red stone. Seventh foundation is chrysolite. A shining stone with a gold radiance. The eighth foundation is beryl sea blue or sea green stone. The ninth foundation is topaz. Green again. Greenish gold stone that, that's transparent. Tenth foundation of chrysis prasis, apple green. I think God loves green. The 11th foundation is jacinth, violet, violet, blue, bluish purple. 12th foundation, 
amethyst, also a violet, bluish, purple stone, but more brilliant than, than any of the others. Twelve foundations looking at these on the walls. If you're paying attention, you'll remember. You'll remember what the walls that you knew that you were going to get to stand and stare at those walls. Amazing. Amazing. Twelve gates, huge, twelve huge pearls. Wow. Where are we at? Verse 21. And the twelve gates, three on each side, were twelve pearls. Pearls come out of what kind of creature? Oysters. That must be big oysters. Or specially made pearls. In any event, it came out of God's mind, and we will go in and out of those gates and remember, maybe even wonder how big the oyster was. Verse 21 again, And the twelve gates, three on each side, every several gate was one of pearl, and the street of the city was pure gold, and as it was transparent glass. Valuable stuff that we just consider so valuable we're going to walk on. It's nothing to God. We need to be careful what it is we consider valuable. Because the very th same things that we think of as value will be between our toes. Up there. Wow. 22. And I saw there was no church. There was no temple there. For the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon, to shine in it. For the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. Let your light so shine, remember? His light is going to light all of the new heaven. No shadows. That's incredible. No shadows. Verse 24. And the nations, that's everyone who was saved, of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it. And the kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor into it. The Christian leaders throughout the world will bring their light into it. And the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day, for there shall be no night there. And they shall bring the glory and honor of the nations into it. Verse 27, very profound. And there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth. Anything, anyone that is, that is a habitual sinner... Anyone that defiles with sin in their life won't be there. And there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defiles, neither whatsoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie. Here's the deal. It's not what you and I consider is sin. 
or not. Well, you might think that's sin. I don't. I tolerate it, someone would say. It's not what we think is sin or not sin. That's an abomination. It's what he says. Accept what he says as what is sin or what isn't. Accept that. We're going to be living someday by the word of God. There'll be absolutely no argument. We will all be changed. We won't be able to argue what we think is sin or what isn't. It's what he says is sin or isn't. And anything that is there, there'll be nothing that lives in abomination or lie, and no one that habitually lies, but they which are written in the Lamb's, there it is again, book of life. You must be written in the Lamb's book of life. If not, you will have already been thrown into the lake of fire. And it's coming. You can't stop this. It's going to happen. No matter how wise or smart you or they think they are, this is God's word revealed to the Apostle John, written down in scrolls, coming to us for 2,000 years, passed down. This is going to happen. I guarantee it. Raymond, going to throw one at you, you and Rosie especially. Is there, a, is there a song in the hymn book called The Book of Life? Not in this book. That's a chorus book, huh? Well, then I'll sing it. No. So important so important that we get our loved ones and family in the book of life. So important that we, that we, while we're still here, have an impact on them. Whoever it is we love that we're not sure of, oh, please, go the extra mile and become sure. Only because out of, out of your heart, you're so worried and concerned for them. So important to have Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Let us pray. Lord, what a glimpse into our future. Lord, you must love us so much to decorate this place so beautifully. Lord, Christmas is such a wonderful time. Lord, I, I've just come from... Nashville, where the Opry land is just the most beautiful, Lord, at Christmas. But this is nothing, a drop in a bucket, compared to the glory you have for us, and not just for a Christmas season, for an all-time season. It's what we have to look forward to, Lord, and we owe it all to you. We just praise you and thank you, Lord, for all this for all this that we have just read and studied, asking you, dear Lord, to bless it to our hearts and help it to make a difference. No matter how we live, where we live, our economic status, we will all be the same someday, living right there with you. In Christ's name. All God's people said,